How's it going, everyone? I hope you're having a great day because today we have probably one of the craziest stories of an entitled Karen I have ever told on the channel. So sit back, relax, subscribe to the channel if you are new, and let's call today's subscriber PJ, who submitted this story. So this all happened one summer when PJ was working at a store. So PJ was working the night shift uh, during the summer just to make some extra money. He was a teenager, and it was actually his senior, it was like last year or last school year was his senior year. So this was the summer right before college, and PJ just wanted to make a little bit of extra money. However, there wasn't a ton of job openings for the regular jobs as he kind of went around and applied kind of late and more of the fun jobs like maybe being a lifeguard or ice cream I mean those are kind of, I don't know about fun but at least I don't know a little bit more traditional those were already taken up so PJ had to take the night shift at a grocery store a lot of what he did was kind of just stocking shelves and replenishing you know shelves when they were you know out moving inventory around but also there were always a couple people that would come in kind of late and you know they'd ask for stuff and this grocery store was also it was more than a grocery store it was kind of like a lifestyle store too so they had groceries they had you know items they had items okay they had like I don't know toothpaste toothbrushes home appliances I guess it was kind of like you know how like Target and stores like that and like Walmart too also have uh, food aisles in them. So it was kind of like one of those stores. And PJ had been working the store for about uh, two weeks and he would go in every weekday and he'd get the weekends off. And he started his shift at, at six and he ended his shift at one in the morning. He drove back home, of course. And this in about two weeks in was when he encountered, was his first encounter with the Karen. We're just going to call her the Karen for this for the rest of the story as I don't want to come up with the name and PJ never knew her name anyways so this was all happened when PJ was just actually manning the shelves he was replenishing the cereal aisle so he's putting the Captain Crunch in there I don't know replenishing the shelves and he hears uh ahem and he turns around and it was this woman it was a it was an older larger woman with this kind of moo moo thing on and she had like this big blouse and she was standing there and she wasn't just standing there normally she was standing there with like arms on her fists like no, arms on her fists her fists on her hips there we go she was very unhappy and you know so you know pj turned around and said hello ma'am like how can i help you because PJ's a good kid he's gonna do what he needs to do to perform well in his job and the, you know, the Karen was like, the customer service in this store is terrible. And uh, PJ's like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, there's not a lot of people working as it is, you know, 1130 at night, but how can I help you? And she said, the customer service in this store, reprehensible. I, 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 I just can't get around. I, I, can't, I was calling, I was calling for help and no one would come and help me. And, you know, PJ's like, all right, well, I'm, I'm really sorry that happened. Like, as I said, we are kind of like understaffed at this hour. No one really want to, no one really wants to work right now, but uh, how can I help you? And the Karen for a third time is like, it was ridiculous. Uh, no one was here to help me. It was crazy. And, you know, PJ's like, all right, well, that, that's, uh, once again, how can I help you? And Karen's like, fine. I need, uh, I need help getting the, uh, the very, very specific brand of beans. And she says like, Elmer's Beans. I don't think that's a real brand, but she said a very specific brand. And PJ in his head was like, we definitely don't sell beans that's like that brand. Like, I don't recognize it, but maybe I'm wrong. So he's like, well, ma'am, I can bring you to the beans aisle. And if they're not there, I can potentially look, you know, in, in, in our storage to see. And Karen's like, finally, finally, boy, take me there. Take me there, young man. And sure enough, you know, 
PJ brings her to the uh, the beans aisle, and she's like, I already came over here where there's no Elmer's beans. And PJ was like, yeah, let me, let me take a look. Yeah, I don't see any Elmer's beans. Well, ma'am, there's a few things I can do. I can go in the back to see if we have any in storage. But I, if I'm being honest, I don't really remember us ever having this brand. And she's like, you, you guys don't have Elmer's beans? You don't have any Elmer's beans? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. You know what? Fine. You were no help to me anyways. I'm, I'm just going to go along my day. And PJ in his head's like, all right, this woman's great. She's really nice. Really, really helping me out. Minimum wage employee. Definitely deserve all this. This is my fault because I run the store, apparently. And he's like, all right, ma'am. Well, sorry, sorry this didn't work out. And she's like, no, I bet you're sorry this didn't work out when you you figure out what I'm about to do. She kind of mumbles something about what she's going to do. And, you know, PJ's like, what? And she kind of waddles off, right? So PJ thinks literally nothing of it. He's like, okay. This woman, you know, she's probably a little senile. She's probably a little crabby. I mean, look, she's out grocery shopping at 11.30 at night. I bet her bedtime is like 7.30 at night. So this is probably a tough day for her as it is a tough day to me. I can only be so upset. And that's when he hears kind of like rustling, a rustling noise. It's like someone kind of frantically moving through items, kind of pushing stuff. And then he hears stuff falling on the ground. And this is when he thinks, oh, no, because this has happened before where there's been kind of a display or a stand of a bunch of uh, food items or, you know, home good items. And they're kind of like stacked in a way that it's good for display, but structurally the integrity is a little compromised. So sure enough, you know, stuff has fallen over and PJ's had to deal with it before. And once again, PJ just thinks, okay, well, I, I probably, there was probably like a stack of, be- like a stack of like, I don't know, uh, canned goods that just fell over and knocked a bunch of stuff over. This is annoying. I have to go and clean it up, but sure, whatever. So PJ starts walking towards the location of the sound and he sees the old woman qu- very quickly dart out of the aisle out or out of the aisle he was approaching and going, <laughs> this like really weird, like evil laugh as she ran out. And PJ was like, what the f- what? Huh? (laughs) Okay. Like, um, okay. And so anyways, PJ goes there, and he notices it's not like one pile of cans that's been knocked over. It's like a whole ray, it's like a whole swath of, like, cans and materials and goods have all been, like, pushed over onto the floor. This was not some accident. This was very clearly someone kind of took their hand and started, like, slamming stuff onto the floor. So PJ was very, very, very suspicious. He knew that this was not, like, an accident. He knew this was not just something falling over. He was like, okay, maybe someone bumped into it and they just... You know, they were embarrassed and they didn't want to pick it up. Fine, whatever. So as PJ is picking stuff up, he hears another crashing noise. And he's like, okay, okay now, this is starting to get annoying. So PJ actually finishes putting all the stuff together, right? He finishes putting all the stuff back and he starts moving the direction of the crashing noise. However, he makes a mental note to himself that if he he hears another crashing noise, that he's gonna stop doing what he's doing and sprint over, like full sprint. And this guy's a track star. This guy has, this guy has bunny hops. He can go quickly, man. He is Usain Bolt, bro. But anyways, he's gonna speed over there as quickly as possible. 
So as PJ's walking over to where he thinks the pile of, like, whatever has been, you know, tossed over, he hears a crash. He knows exactly which aisle it's in. He can just hear it. And he sprints over there. And when he sprints over there, he turns the corner. And who do you think he sees? Yes, you're correct. He sees the Karen with her arm in the middle of, like, a big thing of cans. And, and he sees her push it over onto the ground and knock it over. And the Karen goes, (laughs) and then PJ's like, hey. And she turns around and she's like, so you've caught me. This is what what you get for not having Elmer's beans. And PJ's like, ma'am, you don't understand. I have to clean this up. And she says, I know that. That's why I'm doing it. And he's like, and why? Like, I don't run the store. I don't stock the store. I don't choose what things we buy. I don't choose any of this, why are you tormenting me in particular? And she said, I know you guys have Elmer's beans, and I know that you're withholding them from me. And uh, 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 PJ was like, what? 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 He's like, why? Why? Why do you think that? Why? Like, what, what, can, what made you come to that conclusion? Because I know that you're hiding all the Elmer's beans in the back rooms for you. Haha, <laughs> back rooms. <laughs> and he's like, why? I don't even know what those are. She says, they were only the most delicious beans ever. And I know, I've been going place to place and they're all out. And I know that the last supply was here. I know it. And I know you've been hiding them. So I'm going to continue to torture you until you give me the Elmer's beans that I deserve. And PJ is just like, oh my god. Oh, my God. So he kind of like, it's like, all right, ma'am, well, keep at that. And PJ immediately power walks to his manager's office or the supervisor who's on duty. Just goes knock, 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 knock. And he hears, come in, opens it up. He's like, hey, I got a weird situation. PJ explains everything that's been going on. And his manager's like, all right, well, I'll come and deal with this. So PJ and the manager walk over to where the woman is, and she's gone. And that's when they hear another crashing noise. And like PJ's like, all right, well, she's smashing something over there. And sure enough, they walk over there, and you know the frozen food aisle, so like the refrigerator doors open, and like big things of ice cream are on the floor, but also like egg cartons are on the floor, and some of the eggs are smashed. So before she was just being a nuisance, and now she's destroying the like, she's she's destroying the produce in the store, so it's becoming an issue now. And the manager's like, ma'am, please, can you stop? We're going to ask you to leave. And the Karen says, I'm not going to leave until I get my Elmer's beans. Do you hear me, young man? This young man over here, and points to PJ, is withholding the Elmer's beans from me. He is stockpiling them in the back. And the manager's like, ma'am, I know for a fact we do not carry Elmer's beans here. And she says, you, points to the manager, you, you're in cahoots with him. You two are hoarding the Elmer's beans for yourself. And at this point, the manager looks at PJ, and PJ kind of gives him the look of like, I told you she's insane. Real quick, comment Karen if you made it this far into the video. It's the secret word of the day, and I just like seeing all the names and faces of people supporting me by giving me, by watching at least halfway through the video. I really do appreciate you. And also, if you want to continue supporting the channel, literally after this video or whenever you can, sit down and watch two, three, four, whatever number of videos. I call that binge watching the videos. And in the comment section down below, let me know what you're doing while binge watching these videos. Are you, you know, drawing or doing some artwork, playing a video? 
video game, doing your laundry, uh, doing your homework, trying to go to sleep. And also let me know how many videos you watch in a row in the comment section. I'll be shouting out random people like the person on screen. So thank you to the person on screen as well as all you guys for supporting the channel so much recently. Anyways, let's get back to the story. So just a little recap at this point, PJ brought over the manager to kind of stop the situation. The Karen has escalated to not just knocking over stuff, but destroying the products, aka the eggs that got smashed on the floor. And when the manager says that they don't carry Elmer's beans, and remember that's a standard name, I don't even think that's a real thing. The Karen starts going crazy thinking that the manager is in cahoots with PJ to keep the beans from her. No. Okay, obviously that's ridiculous. But this is when the Karen said, you, both of you, you're in cahoots to keep the beans away from me. The manager's like, ma'am, that is straight up ridiculous. And she said, no, you're ridiculous. Both of you are, and you will both pay the price. And she just waddles away. And PJ turns to the manager, is like, dude, what do we do? And the manager's like, bro, I actually don't know. Like, I just kind of thought that me coming over here and saying, can you stop? <laughs> would make her stop like that is that has always worked whenever people were, people were causing problems like just came over them and said leave and they kind of did like and pj's like so should we should we call the police and he's like well she broke like some eggs so i bet we could but is that really enough and in the middle of like that sentence they hear a kaboom a massive smash and also a shattering noise. So they quickly run over to the situation and they see that Karen now has a broomstick in her hand that she picked up from one of like the lifestyle sections and is going ham in the vase section, taking swings and kind of pushing vases onto the ground and smashing them. At this point, she's probably broken like $300 worth of vases 350, 375, 400. She's just going 450. She just keeps smashing stuff. And, and the manager's like, ma'am, Ma'am, you gotta leave right now or we're calling the police. And that's when the Karen throws her head back and starts to cackle. And she says, the police, don't you know the police can't arrest me? I'm immune to them. And the manager was like, bruh. So sure enough, right? Manager and PJ, they run back as the whole store is being obliterated by this Karen, right? And you know, they call the police and they say, hey, you know, we got Karen going crazy. She's breaking everything. Can you come? And so sure enough, the police officers arrive and they meet the manager and PJ and they hear, it's in the middle. You're hearing smashing noises. You're hearing destruction noises. And the police are like, oh boy, what's going on? So they walk over to the scene and the Karen is sitting there laughing as she's breaking stuff. And the police are like, ma'am, ma'am. And the Karen is like, oh, hello there, officers. Hello there. And the police officers are like, ma'am, what you can't be doing you can't be breaking stuff and she says oh oh but i can and the police officers are like uh what <laughs> what what do you mean by this and you know karen's like well here's the thing you guys cannot arrest me it is illegal and the police officers are like well, well what do you mean by that she's like well well you just can't I can't be arrested. And the police officers are like, you want to you wanna see? You want to see if that's a thing? And PJ and the manager is just looking at each other. And she says, catch me if you can, boys. 
And she's like, ne- it's like the most ridiculous thing ever. She's next to like a ball pit, like a big container of balls, like for a bunch of like toys or whatever, for like, it's like a kid section. And she flips over the ball container. Remember, this is an older woman who's kind of larger. Like she's not mobile. She flips over the ball thing and waddles into the next sec- in the next aisle, right? And the balls start flying everywhere. So you can't sprint towards it or you might trip on them. So police officers like, did, did that old woman just, like, say, catch us if she can? Or if, if we can and run away? The other guy's like, like, uh, I guess we gotta go after her. So sure enough, the two officers kind of, like, power walk. They're not gonna sprint after an old woman. They're like, oh, whatever. They kind of power walk in the direction that the Karen has gone. And at this point, right, you know, PJ and the manager are like, what the freak did I just see? Like, this is the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen in my life, right? Like, I have no idea what's going on right now. So they kind of walk over to the next aisle, and the Karen's not there. In fact, they keep looking, and the Karen isn't anywhere. And the thing is, right, so they go over to someone who's manning the, the cash register, and they said, hey, did you see an old woman leap through these doors? And, you know, the guy manning the cash register says, no one's come in since the police officers, nor left since the police officers came in like 10 minutes ago. He said, that's, that's impossible. Like, where is she? So sure enough, like he says, hey, so this is the only exit, or I mean, there's a fire exit in the back or something, but that would sound an alarm if it went off. And he's like, hey, don't let anyone in or out of this exit. The store is closed for now. It's under like police investigation. So the guy behind the cash register is like, oh my God, is everything okay? And he's like, well, it will be. And so sure enough, you know, the manager and PJ meet up with the police officers and they say, like, fellas, like, we can't find her anywhere. I don't know how she did it, but she escaped. And they say, hey, she's somewhere in this store. We had our guy, like, holding off, like, the, uh, the guy at the cash register is making sure that no one is leaving the, facility, the, the premises and no one's getting in. She's in this store. The only other exit is a fire exit, and the alarm would sound if she went that way. And so sure enough, the police officers, um, the manager and PJ, they continue to kind of, they continue to scout out the store, they do their rounds, and, you know, for the, for the love of them, they just, can't, they just can't figure, they can't find her. And they think it's ridiculous. They said, this is an old, portly woman. How on earth did she, like, find her way? Like, how, how did she get around this? Like, this, this is insane. And that's when they go, and then that's when PJ said, hey, like, aren't there security cameras? And, uh, you know, sure enough, the manager's like, yeah, actually, there are security cameras. And, she sa- and he said, aren't there, like, security cameras for all places, like, in the store? He said, yeah, actually. So sure enough, they go around and they're, uh, they go to the security cameras and they're looking through it and they're like going through, 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 and they just don't see her anywhere. And that's when PJ said, hey, did you check the security cameras for the storage? And they're like, no, because they're like, why would you go in there? They flip it on and there she is, the Karen. And you know where she is? She's looking through the bean section. She's trying to find their storage of the alleged, like, hiding of all their treasure, a.k.a. Elmer's beans, which, you know, uh, why? <laughs> so sure enough, they're like, all right, we found her. So the police officers start, like, running towards the storage place. Um, PJ and the manager start running towards that area, too. They get to the door, and they go to try to open it. It's locked. And the manager's like, what? Because he, tur- he turns to PJ, because, like, how is it locked? And that's when PJ remembers, oh, no, he left the keys inside there. She must have used them to lock the door, and now they can't get in. And he's like, PJ, do not tell me 
that you left the keys inside of there. He's like, how would I know that a crazy Karen was going to come in and accuse us of stealing her precious beans, outrun the police, and store hide out in the storage place? How would I have known that? He's like, well, don't leave the keys in there. It's part of the procedure. And PJ's like, okay, fine, fair enough. But either way, she's in there. She's locked herself in there, and there's no way for us to get in. And the manager's like, well, actually, there is one way for us to get in. And he points to an air duct, like one of those vents. And PJ's like, dude, you're freaking kidding me. This is not a television show. I'm not going in there. Police officers are like, we'll, t- we'll, we'll turn a blind eye. You can go in there, son. He's like, what? Sure enough, right? Okay, this wasn't like a crazy vent or anything. It's not like PJ risked getting chopped up into a billion pieces or I don't know. Maybe he, he risked like inhaling some mold or something, but... Sure enough, it was a pretty big vent, and it went straight into the uh, the storage room. And PJ was not trying to, like, face off against his granny because he's like, she really wants these damn beans, bro. Like, I'm not trying to do that. All he needed to do was open the door. So PJ was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. But you guys got to stand by the door, and the second that I open that thing, you got to come in here and help me out. He's like, all right, fine. So sure enough, PJ opens the vent and is slowly climbing through it. Cause he doesn't want to climb through the vent too quickly because you can only imagine like, bum, 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 bum. If you're going too quickly, you're gonna make a ton of noise in that vent and she's gonna know that you're coming. So they keep going, bum. So he goes, bum, 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 very quietly and very slowly. And it, he gets closer and he gets to the vent part. So he gets to the grate looking into the uh, storage room and it's like a two foot it's like a three foot drop it's not like he's jumping from the ceiling it's not this is not a massive warehouse or anything and he gets the he gets to the like the grate and he can see the karen on the other side of the room and he also sees like he sees the grate there and that's when he sees that the grate is like screwed in it's not screwed in really tightly but if he's going to get through that gate He's going to have to, like, power kick that. He's going to have to, like, take his boot and, like, kick through the gate open, which is going to, like, open the grate, right? It's going to make it fly out. But it's also going to alert the Karen to his presence. And she really wants those beans. And if he's being honest, he's kind of scared of the Karen right now. And I'm not going to lie. I'd be a little scared, too. So PJ is like, okay, I got one shot to do this. We could also wait the Karen out, but you know what? Screw it. So PJ kind of like maneuvers himself, lifts up because he doesn't have a lot of room, but he like lifts up his leg and boom, quickly does a very solid kick to the grate. Thankfully, he makes right the right contact that he breaks the gate open and he immediately slides out and he makes eye contact with the Karen across the room. And the Karen is rummaging through beans and she's like, you. So while PJ is kind of freaked out, he is high on the adrenaline rush and he sprints. And what I mean sprints, he is doing like, he's envisioning himself in the 100 meter dash as he was a good, uh, he was in track in high school. So he was very good. Quick with that, boom, immediately sprints there. The Karen is waddling towards him, right? No idea what her intentions are. Immediately is able to open the, unlocks the, day, uh, unlocks the, the door, pushes it open. The two police officers push back and are like, man, freeze. And I mean, they're not drawing their guns or anything, but she's like, you can't arrest me. And then they go over and arrest her. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Nope, you, actually you can. So sure enough, the police officers get her in cuffs 
And they're like, all right, well, manager, you're going to have to go through and figure out how much all the damages are. Send that to us and we'll send it to her and we'll get this figured out. And he said, at the minimum, we can probably, we can't issue a restraining order because only judges can issue restraining orders. But we can submit a case to a judge that I bet we could get a restraining order within like the next five hours and we'll have her in the custody for the next day or so while we have this figured out. And the manager's like, yeah, I'll probably have to send a report up to corporate because this is insane. And, you know, he's like, okay, that totally makes sense. And so sure enough, the police officers, they, uh, they, they escort the Karen out of there. And PJ goes up to his manager and says, hey, man, can I have the rest of the day off, which is like 1230 by now. So it's like half an hour. He's like, yeah, you know what? I think it's fair enough to close up shop. So PJ gets back home and his mom notices like, oh, it's like 1240. He normally gets back around like 110. So she's like, oh, close up early. PJ's like, yeah, we closed up early. And she said, any reason why? PJ's like, oh boy. Click on the video on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. I hope you're having a great day. Today, we have a story of a crazy Karen who thinks that laws are do not apply to her, that she's literally a god, that she can do whatever she wants, and thankfully, right, you know, karma comes and gets the Karen, and you just love to see it. I know you'll enjoy this story, so sit back, relax, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and let's call the subscriber who submitted this story, Aaron. Real quick, I want to let you know, if you want to submit the stories for this week alone, you can only submit them to my Twitter account. It's on on screen right now and after this week you can submit them to either my twitter or instagram i'm just trying to get to a thousand followers as fast as i can so go follow my twitter and anyways let's get right into the story so Aaron works at an amusement park over the summer. It's it's close to Six Flags. Uh, it's not exactly Six Flags, though. It's like a smaller amusement park, and it's like Family Run or something. So it's not a big chain name, but think if you have to think of it, think of Six Flags if you've been to that before. So there's a bunch of rides. There's, like, food. There's, like, attractions. There's a bunch of random stuff. And Aaron happens to be working at one of, like, one of the ride booths, right? So Aaron doesn't even work in tickets. Aaron doesn't even work in, like, anything really money-related. This will be important later. Later on. So Aaron is like managing like one of the rides and it's right next to another ride which happens to be closed for maintenance, repairs, stuff like that. This happens sometimes that like some of the rides will be down just because they need maintenance and unfortunately there's not much you can do. However, the Karen went there with her son and her like husband or whatever and you know Aaron watched and just happened to see a family walk over and just kind of noticed that you know the uh, you know the ride was closed and they looked disappointed and Aaron felt bad about that because you know you don't want a little kid disappointed you want a little kid happy. However, right the little kid and the dad went away somewhere else and that's when the Karen started approaching Aaron. She had like the the Karen haircut aviator sunglasses, the blouse on, the big like obnoxious flip-flops going flop, 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 flop. And she walks over with her hands on her hips. And you know, Aaron didn't know that this was a Karen, exactly. However, she really, <laughs> the truth is she pretty much did know that this was a Karen, just by the way that the Karen kind of held herself, just by the way that the Karen was approaching her. Just kind of like, sometimes you can just tell by like the vibe of someone exactly like who they're gonna be. And Aaron knew right away that this indeed was gonna be a Karen. So Aaron was like, hey man, like, how can I help you? Like, what's wrong? And the Karen is like, this, our favorite ride, we come to this amusement park every summer and we come for one ride alone. And she points at that ride. And Aaron is like, ma'am, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I'm, I really am. Cause like Aaron did genuinely feel bad. She saw a little kid get turned away and she felt bad about that. So she's like, yeah, I, I, I am genuinely sorry about that. That sucks, ma'am. Like, uh, there's a lot of other rides here, right? There's a lot of other rides. 
Um, you know, I can get you like a priority pass. I can give it out to a few people every single day, similar to Disneyland, how there's like employees can give like one or two priority passes to people randomly if they think it's a good idea. Um, and so Aaron's like, yeah, if you want a priority pass in a line or something, I can do that for you since I really do feel bad. Normally, like I would have thought that, the, you know, that Karen would have been thankful for this because Aaron, instead of just saying sucks to be you, bro, and say like, go to a different ride or something, you know, that, you know, the, the, the Aaron is, or the employee, Aaron is, you know, offering to give her a little bit of a pass, but the Karen was not hearing it. She was like, I want you, you, you have, you're an employee, in, an employee here, I want you to man this ride, open it up, and let us go on, and dude, like, the ride was legitimately under construction, like, it wouldn't function even if Aaron wanted to, so Aaron tried to explain to the Karen, hey, ma'am, I'm sorry to break it to you, but, like, even if I wanted to, I physically could not do it, like, it is shut down, the ride is under construction, I don't know how else to explain it, but, I just literally can't right now. Like, I can't help you out. Trust me, I wish I could. I feel bad. Like, I don't know what else to say. And Karen is like, no, no, no. No, no, no. I don't think you understand. Aaron's like, I, I don't understand what? And she's like, ha. so this is my vacation with my hubby, my husband, and my little boy, my son. We are going to get exactly what we want, and we're going to get it now. And Aaron was starting to, like, be a little less favorable to, you know, the Karen. Starting to realize that Karen's actually not as good, um, not as good of a, not as good of a person as she first thought. You know, she was really holding out, trying to give, like, the Karen a boost on another ride, maybe a coupon or something, just to make the kid feel better. She doesn't really care if, like, you know, a grown woman isn't able to be on the fun roller coaster ride she wanted to, but she felt bad for the kid. But at this point, it was getting annoying. And Aaron's like, ma'am, I, I, don't, I don't know how you don't understand what I'm trying to say, but I'll say it again and maybe more clearly. No one at this amusement park, including myself, can turn on that ride that you want to go to. It is under construction. I am like, I, it is physically impossible for me not to do this. And the, and the Karen goes up to Aaron and says, I know you're just being lazy. I know that if you really wanted to, if you really dug deep down, that you could get that ride going for me and my little boy, but you're just too lazy and selfish. And the Karen storms off. And Aaron at this point is like, wow, like that woman was rude. She wasn't just rude, but she was dense, bro. She was thick in the skull because it's very clear that the thing's under construction. I mean, it was like, there's like a crane. It was torn to pieces. It wasn't like flattened, right? It still had the structure of the old ride. But come on now, like that's pretty goofy. You can't lie to me on that. You just simply can't lie to me on that. So Aaron was pretty convinced that, you know, that would be the end of like her saga with the Karen and that the Karen would not arrive again. But she was a little worried. The thing is also, Aaron would change shifts. She would be like, okay, from... I don't know, from 8 a.m. to 12, you're working this ride from, you know, 12.15 to 2, you're working the food stand or whatever. She would have, like, different shifts that her manager would tell her what to do. So at 11, Aaron was instructed to go work at the, uh, at the burger place. They had kind of like a burger fast food place at this uh, amusement park or you know, kind of a roller coaster ride, whatever, right? And so she went behind, so she was the cash register here. Uh, she wasn't making the food. She was behind the cash register. And about an hour into her shift, she sees the same family walking in. So it's the Karen, the husband, and the kid. So the three of them walk up. 
And, you know, Aaron and the Karen lock eyes. They make eye contact. And the Karen literally just, she squints. She squints, like, maliciously. Like, she is angry, she's upset, and she wants you to know. But, yeah, so sure enough, right, you know, Aaron's like, oh, God, like, here's the woman again. She's definitely going to do some nonsense, right? Like, 100%, bro. Like, okay. So Aaron puts on a smile, as you have to do when you work these things. She's like, hello, ma'am. Welcome to, I don't know, uh, <laughs> Burger burger and Stuff wasn't the actual name. But welcome to Burger and Stuff. What can I get you guys? And, you know, uh, the husband actually, you know, stands up and says, hey, uh, how's it going? I'd like uh, three burgers. Can you have one of them without lettuce, pickle, or tomato? That's probably the one for the kid. And also three sides of fries and three shakes, two chocolate, one vanilla. Aaron is like, okay, I got you with that. So she puts in the order and the other two leave. So the father and the son go to get a table as the Karen instructs them to do so. And the Karen walks up and she's like, so... And Erin is just bracing herself. She's like, oh, God, like, what is the Karen going to do now? Like, the Karen's definitely going to do something stupid. Like, definitely she's going to do something annoying. But what exactly, what exactly is the annoying and stupid thing she's going to do? Like, I really don't know. And uh, sure enough, the Karen's like, so, 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 so. You know how earlier you denied giving us that access to the ride we really wanted? Aaron's like, just, just to set the record straight, I didn't deny you access. I, didn't, I denied everyone access because I can't do anything about it. The ride is closed. And the Karen's like, okay, okay, whatever the little details that you want to make up are. What's important is that I'm giving you, I'm giving you an opportunity. I'm giving, since I'm so generous, I'm giving you an opportunity to basically right your wrong. Because currently there is a wrong in the universe, and it's coming from you. And uh, I'm a believer in karma, and it's going to bite you in the butt twice as hard if you don't fix it right now. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to fix the wrong that you put out into the universe. And uh, Aaron's like, uh, okay. She's like, so, 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 if you want to maybe, I don't know, give us this meal for free, I will forget all about your evil doings. And, you know, Aaron's like, ma'am. Already placed in the order, right? The system knows that you guys ordered that. The system is not going to let me, like, it's going to ask for a card. And if I don't get, like, it knows that, like, the order went out. If I didn't, like, get a payment for it, that's on me. I'm not allowed to do that. Look, I still feel bad that your son isn't able to do what he wants. Like, I don't really care about you, if I'm being honest. And the Karen was like, oh, my God. Oh, my and she's like, ma'am, but I do feel bad for your son. Maybe I can get him extra whipped cream, maybe in a cherry that we don't normally put unless you have the special Sunday. I'll put that on his milkshake. Look, but I can't give you the meal for free. And the Karen takes her fist and goes, bump, 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 starts slamming it on the desk. And, and Aaron's like, ma'am, like, please, like, calm down. And she's like, you calm down. I gave you a fantastic opportunity to right the wrong, the right, the clear wrong that you have. You won't even, oh my God, I, I, I might faint. I might faint. I feel, oh my God, oh my God. And that's when the husband rushes over and she's like, he's like, honey, honey, is everything okay? And the carrot's like, this evil woman, 
She's a witch. She, she's evil. <laughs> and the husband is like, shame on you, ma'am. Shame on you. And Aaron's like, dude, what did I do? And he's like, uh, I actually don't know. Because like, he just rushed over. So Aaron explains, look, I'm sorry you guys weren't able to go on the ride that you wanted. If I could do anything about it, I would. I feel bad for your son. Your, man, your wife demanded I do something and I didn't do anything. She came over here and said that, you know, she wanted the meal for free because she wasn't able to go on the ride she wanted. And I told her that I just can't do anything about that. And that, uh, like, I'll be fired if I do that. The husband's like, oh, okay. The husband was a bit more reasonable, a little bit. He's like, you know what, honey, let's just go back to our table. And he kind of looks at Aaron and kind of like, sorry. Because <laughs> he knows, like, okay, my wife's a little crazy sometimes, bro. But life happens, bro. That happens. So sure enough, Aaron is like, okay. This has to be the end of the Karen saga, right? Real quick comment, Karen, if you made it this far into the video, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm gonna try and heart as many comments as possible. And also, please let me know what you're doing while watching these videos, because the best way to support these videos is just by sitting down and watching a bunch of them. But let me know if you're, you know, watching these to help you go to sleep, if you're playing a video game in the background or drawing something or writing something up or, Anything like that. I am genuinely curious to know what you're doing while watching it, watching or listening to these videos. Real quick, just so you know, these videos are all on Spotify. Um, at least as of like a week ago. Since then, all the videos will be on Spotify for your listening convenience. And also, in most cases, they go up a couple hours earlier on Spotify. So make sure to follow on Spotify. It's the first link in the description. And please rate five stars if you do enjoy what you're listening to. It really does help out the channel. And also, uh, you can submit stories to my Twitter or Instagram. They are both Connor Pugs. They're both in the description. But just for this week alone, since I'm trying to really focus on Twitter for a second, I'm only accepting requests on my Twitter account. After that, it'll be Twitter and Instagram. Anyways, let's just get back into it. Use code CONNORPUGS for 10% off anything at GamerSubs. Helps you out, helps me out, and you get a really good product. Let's just jump right back into it. So Aaron is convinced, okay, this is it for like the Karen, like this is it for Karen moments, right? I'm totally fine, like the, she's gonna leave today. And while my experience with the Karen hasn't been great so far, like, it's, it's not going to be, it can't be much worse. Like, it simply cannot be much worse, right? That's impossible. But anyways, right, uh, she was, Aaron was unfortunately very wrong in this assessment because the Karen was not done Karening. So anyways, right, uh, Aaron is once again put back outside. And I don't know if she's manning a ride, but for some reason, she happens to be outside overseeing something. And, you know, more or less what happens, right, is she's standing outside and she sees the family. And the husband and son go away, maybe go to the bathroom or something. And the Karen is just waiting around. And there's, like, another Karen. That's the thing. There's a second Karen. Guys, this is not good. Two Karens in one room? The, world, the whole universe has a chance of ripping in half. This is really bad. So anyways, the two Karens are looking at each other. And one goes, humph. And the other one's like, did you just humph at me? I can humph at you. And she's like, Hello, ma'am. Like, what do you think that you're doing talking back to me? And the Karen, the original, oh, I'm going to say Karen 1, Karen 2. Karen 1 is OG Karen, the one that Aaron's been dealing with. Karen 2 is the new one. So Karen's 1's like, oh, good heavens, are you accusing me of something? And Karen 2's like, yeah, I'm accusing you of something. I'm accusing you of being a big butt jerk. And Karen's like, Karen 1's like, oh, my God. You, you, you're disrespecting my honor. You're disrespecting my family. And she goes, puh. Spits on Karen 1, Karen or spits on Karen 2. Karen 2 is like, oh, 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 
Oh, oh, oh, oh my God. Look, look, this woman is hurting me. She spat on me. And Karen wants like, that's what you get. That's what you get. And that's when Karen too is like, Puh, spits back again. And that's when Karen one, it just is, she's done with it. And Karen one goes a little bit too crazy. She grabs, <laughs> this is kind of nuts, right? And a lot of people are watching this right now. She grabs like a folding chair. <laughs> okay, I don't know how to say this in a straight face. She grabs a folding chair and smacks Karen two over the head with it. And Karen two falls over collapsed. And then at this point, Aaron's like, Oh my god, is this WWE, bro? What? So Karen Wan is like, yeah, that's what you get. Because you can already tell that Karen Wan, you know, is kind of regretting the fact that she escalated it to the point that she knocked out Karen 2 with a folding chair. <laughs> like, bro, that's assault, dude. You're going to jail briefly. I hate to say it. Actually, I don't hate to say it. I, I relish in the fact that I can say it. But sure enough, right, people around them start surrounding them. And Karen Wan's like... It was self-defense. Aaron pulls out her phone, calls 911, just very quietly in the corner. like, hey, I have two women fighting. One of them, like, hit the other with a chair and knocked them out. I need you to come. So sure enough, within, like, five minutes, like, the police officers do arrive. And the Karen is like, this was self-defense. This was self-defense. And, you know, they have, like, medics come over. Karen, too, is okay. She's not, like, dead or anything. It's fine, right? But sure enough, right, Karen One's like, no, no, I, I was doing this in self-defense. I, I can do anything in self-defense. And uh, so police officers come over and they're like, all right, ma'am, let's, we got to hear what's happening over here. And Karen One was like, so I was minding my own business and this other Karen take, took out a massive uh, baton and started beating me with it. Bop, 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 bop. So I got a folding chair and in uh, my one last effort at self-defense, I threw it at her, hoping and praying that she would stop beating me with the baton. And it happened to hit her just perfectly that she knocked out and I was saved. I could have lost my life there. And, you know, Aaron is like, I hate this woman. I'm stepping up and setting the record straight, right? She steps up and Aaron's like, Met officers, that's not what happened. And the Karen's like, you, she's been out for me since day one. Don't listen to her. And Aaron says like, hey, can I have anyone who is watching this debacle come over and back me up? And like 10 people walk near Aaron. And Aaron turns around and says, hey, if I say anything that didn't happen, call me out. But otherwise, agree with what I'm saying if I'm telling the truth. Aaron goes on to say, so, you know, this woman and this other woman, aka Karen too, got in a bit of like a, 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 not a fighting match, but they got into a, a, like a, a match of words. And that's when Karen 2 spat on Karen 1. And Karen 1 took a folding chair and beat Karen 2 over the head with it and knocked her out. Like a total escalation, unnecessary, and assault. And Karen 1 is like, I can do anything. I can do anything I want. As a Karen, and she literally referred to herself as a Karen. She said, I can do literally anything I want. Okay, officers, arrest me. Do it. I dare you. The officers look at each other and they're like, okay. She's like, no, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. No, 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 no. You can't arrest me. I, the, the laws don't apply to me. And Aaron's like, what does that mean, ma'am? She's like, the laws don't apply to me, obviously. <laughs> you guys know that, points the officers. And they're like, the laws apply to everyone, ma'am. And she's like, yeah, everyone but me, right? And they're like, ma'am, I'm sorry. No, that's, that's, that's just not how it's going. She's like, no, 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 no. I am so, I, I'm positive. No, 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 no. I'm, 
Guys, this joke was hilarious. 10 out of 10 on the joke. You guys are jokesters. This is so funny. And they're like, ma'am, this is not funny. Like, we're, we're, we're dead serious. We're going to we're gonna have to take you in at least. Like, we, you at least at a minimum can't be here anymore. And she said, my family paid good money to be here. We just want to have a good time. And they're like, well, you can't beat someone over the head with a folding chair to knock them out. You just can't do that, ma'am. She's like, but I can do anything I want. What? And the officers are like, all right, this, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. And they're like, all right, we're going to call for some backup. So the officer is like, all right, man, we're going to have to ask you to, you know, come with us just in case when this woman comes back up, she wants to file charges. She definitely has the right to. We need your, like, I don't know, your ID slash license. We just got to file this down. And most importantly, we got to take you out of here just so you don't hurt, so just so you don't harm any other guests or do anything like that. And she says, what? No, no, you don't understand. No, 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 I can, I can break any laws that I want. What? No. And the, the police officer is like, all right. So they start to like very slowly kind of like push her out of there. She says, oh, no, you guys are harming me. You're hurting me. No, somebody help, help, help. And she's like pulled out. So like two minutes later, there's still one officer there talking to people, figuring out what's going on, talking to Aaron. And that's when the husband and son come over. And this is kind of a tough moment because the son doesn't want to hear this. But like the, you know, Aaron's like, hey, that's the father. Like, please talk to him. I'll like entertain the son or something. So Aaron goes over and entertains the son. And the police officer talks to the husband. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll, I'll do whatever you need, officers. Like, you know, I love my wife, but she can be very emotional sometimes. She has a lot of, a lot of character, a lot of personality, <laughs> which, like, Aaron was like, Okay, I don't think I describe a lot of personality as beating someone over the head with a chair, but I guess agree to disagree here, bro. So anyways, right, you know, they eventually all leave, and the day is done for Aaron. And Aaron's still a teenager, so she goes back home because she works this over the summer, and her mom's like, hey, how was your day at work? Aaron normally says, good, and then just goes back to doing what she's doing, but she's like, good, wait, no, wait, mom, I actually... I actually have a story for you today. What's up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new story. Today, we have a crazy story of a Karen who thinks that the laws don't apply to her. So she starts breaking laws in front of the police officers. And let me just say that this is one of the most wild Karen stories I have ever received. And I know you'll enjoy it. So sit back, relax, leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing. And let's jump right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted this story, Aiden. So anyways... Aiden was about 17, 18 at the time, and over the summer, he got a summer job working at this grocery store. So he didn't really have consistent hours, so sometimes he'd be working in the morning, sometimes in the afternoon, and sometimes really late at night. Like, this was one of those grocery stores that was open practically 24 hours a day. I don't know if it was 24 hours, but he worked a very late shift on, when this story started, he was at a very late shift. So this was like, I don't know, 11, 12 at night, so you'd have a few people come in every like 20 minutes or so, but it really wasn't rush hour. And he was also the only person in the store, which makes this Karen story even more interesting because this Karen decides to come in and start some problems when it's only Aiden. Remember, this kid's like 17 and she's about to give him the hardest time possible. So it all started as what seemed like a normal night. But as all these stories go, 
they do not turn out to be normal nights. So anyways, Aiden was working at the cash register. He was also in charge of basically anything else going down at the store because he was the only one there. So if someone needed, like if something needed to be put back or anything like that, he was in charge as he was the only one there. But he was mainly, ma like mainly manning the cash register at this point. So all of a sudden, at like 12.15, no one else in the store, no one else working there, no one else getting stuff. He hears the door open, so he looks over he sees this old he sees this woman come in. This older woman. She looks very angry. She has a look. She just has a look on her face as soon as she walks in. She she just has this kind of look that you know that she's gonna be trouble. Like off the bat, you know that she's just gonna be difficult. She's gonna be a situation from they know that she's gonna be a situation from like the moment she walks in the door. That's honestly what it's looking like right now. So Aiden kind of looks at her as she very angrily walks up to his desk and He's like, all right, what's, what's good? And she comes up and says, I would like to return this item. And she puts an item on his desk. And I don't know exactly what this item was, but I do have a description of it. It was beaten up. It was broken. It was heavily used. Aiden didn't even know if they sold it here. And she didn't have a receipt. Yeah, I'm going to say that again so I can let that sink in. The Karen was trying to return something that was clearly used so often that it's completely lost its function, whatever it is. It, it doesn't even look like something that Aiden sold at the store, and she also had no proof that she bought it from the store, aka receipt. So Aiden very calmly tells her, hey ma'am, uh, like we do have a return policy saying that it has to like be in pretty good condition, and you also have to have proof of purchase. And this thing is definitely not in good condition. It doesn't look like you have any proof of purchase. And I don't even know if you're in the right store right now because I don't think we sell that here. And the Karen gives him this look. This kind of look of like, how dare you question my authority? I'm your elder. You should do exactly what I say no matter what type kind of look, right? So yeah, um, anyways, the Karen is just like responds to him. I got this from the store, and I have not used it. I only used it once, and it didn't work. I just want my money back. And Aiden's like, uh, could you tell me, like, a description of this item? Because I'm telling you guys, it was so worn out and so used that Aiden couldn't even figure out what this was supposed to be. Like, he didn't even know what to type into the computer to look up to try and figure out what it was because it was so mangled and messed up and beaten up that he couldn't even tell you what it was supposed to be. Like, he couldn't even get a good educated guess on it. That's how messed up it was. That's Loki one of the reasons why Aiden wasn't able to tell me what it was, because he genuinely couldn't even figure it out himself. This is when the Karen starts to get really mad. She's like, you know, your business is scamming a local citizen by not giving the money, not giving a refund where the refund was clearly stated that you could get one. And Aiden says, yeah, I mean, we do have a refund policy, but it's also pretty clearly stated that you need a receipt to get the refund. And she's like, you know, I, I just don't have it with me. And Aiden's like, oh, well, I'm sorry, but, like, if you have it, like, even if you have it at home, we're going to need you to, like, go back and get it. Like, I know that's a bit of a trek, but it's his policy. Like, I don't run the store. I just work here. I can't be doing stuff like that. And so, because Aiden was maybe going to be lenient if she had a receipt, and then he could at least type in the item and see if they actually hot, had it, because, like, Aiden was low-key trying to call her bluff, because he was pretty confident that they did not sell whatever this was supposed to be. 
But she goes on to say, so, yeah, so, yeah, she just like has a mental breakdown. It's like, well, how about you, you just give me my money and I'll get a receipt later, which is like the most ridiculous thing ever. I get that she doesn't want to make the drive, but what if that, like, here's the thing. Let's say that you didn't want to make the drive. Wouldn't it just make sense for you to be like, you don't need the receipt here. This like, give me a refund instead of saying, give me the money now. I'll drive back and get the receipt and bring it back to you. Like, that literally makes no sense, bro. So, yeah, Aiden kind of just kind of puts his foot down a little bit and explains to her, look, without the receipt, I can't even begin the process of trying to give you a refund. Like, not even, not even talking about the state of this item right here as he kind of motions towards, like, the completely destroyed item, whatever it was. Not even to mention the state of this item. Just, like, very generally, I don't think I can even give you, start to give you a refund for this. So the Karen, something changes in her eyes. Something evil starts to brew behind those, the, those cold, dark eyes or whatever. And she's like, so, you've chosen to disrespect me. And he's like, uh... So you've chosen to tarnish your elders... And he's kind of like, bro, what, 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 are you, what are you saying right now? I genuinely don't know what's going on. So, you have chosen. And he's like, all right, bro. Because he's like, all right, this, she's going on about something. I don't know what's going on right now. But it's not like I can do anything about it. And she's like, so the, I'm going to enact citizen's justice. Bro, not even citizen's arrest, which is the goofiest thing that you only hear Karen say. Citizen's justice. I'm pretty sure that's just called breaking the law. Oh man, I'm just gonna enact my own justice. When has that ever been said and then something good follows it, bro? Like, actually give me a time and a place and I'll, I'll believe you, but until I hear it, I don't believe you, bro. So anyways, she turns and she starts walking down one of the aisles. And Aiden is so confused at this point because he genuinely just has no idea what's going on. And sure enough, the Karen goes up to one of the aisles and says, are you gonna give me a refund, yes or no? And, I mean, obviously, he's not going to give her a refund because why would he give her a refund at this point? She's giving him no reasons to give him a refund. Actually, she's given him so many reasons not to give him, like, to give her a refund at this point. And he's like, uh, no, I still need to see her receipt to start the process. And, and, then, and then the Karen takes a big, like, okay, so it was, I think it's like, let's just say it's a big rack of vegetable oil. It was a bunch of something, right? She takes a hand and plows through it all. It all falls on the ground, breaks open, vegetable oil is spilling all over the floor. It's going everywhere. And she turns back to Aiden and just stares him down. And Aiden is pretty shocked at the moment because he had no idea that the Karen was going to start doing actual damage, right? And she's like, do I get a refund now, little guy? And Aiden is just like, whoa, this is out of my range. This is out of my expertise at this point. This was not in the how to be a cashier training. They did not prepare me for crazy Karens in my training, bro. That's all I'm going to say is I was not prepared for something like this. So sure enough, he's like, uh, like, ma'am, I'm going to ask you to leave. Like, and because in his training, I think he was told to like, if anyone's like doing damage or breaking the rules or whatever, you can ask them to leave. And she's like, I'm not leaving before I get my refund. Give me my refund in full and I'll consider leaving. So not even I'll leave, but I'll consider leaving if you give me exactly what I want. She was probably even going to do a little bit more damage after that too, bro, if we're being honest. 
yeah, but sure enough, uh, he's like, uh, no, like, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. So what the Karen does is she goes on and just, like, destroys something else. Like, I think she finds, like, something glass or something easy to break. She picks it up, boom, smashes it on the ground, takes another one, lifts it above her head and says, are you gonna give me a refund now? And Aiden's like, no, boom, smashes it on the ground again, picks up another one, are you gonna give me a refund now? Aiden just looks at her blankly, boom, smashes on the ground. So you can see the pattern here. The Karen's just trying to destroy the entire place until she gets what she wants, right? So Aiden picks up the phone, dials 911, as you know, you should at this point, someone's breaking all your stuff and you're 16, 17, whatever, and no one else is there. Can't call for backup, can't call your manager, can't do any of that. So yeah, calls 911 and kind of explains the situation while big smashing and crashing noises are in the background. Okay, the dispatcher says that they'll have people there in 15 minutes, so just make sure the situation doesn't escalate. Which is a, I don't know, it's a pretty big ass to tell some 15-year-old, hey, I know you're in some crazy situation right now, but make sure that it doesn't escalate. Oh, yeah, he'll just go back to his de-escalating a Karen training. You can't train for that, man. You can't de-escalate a Karen once they go full psycho Karen mode, bro. You can't de-escalate them, bro. Anyways, though, yeah, so he's kind of just behind the cash register watching as this Karen goes around smashing stuff saying, are you going to give me a refund now, little guy? Boom. You're going to give me a refund now? Boom. But all of a sudden, or not all of a sudden, I guess 20 minutes later, the doors open up and two police officers walk in to see the Karen breaking stuff and to see so much stuff on the ground, spilled, broken, all of the above, right? I mean, you can't really break, uh, uh, splattered, uh, destroyed, whatever you want to call it. Depends on the item. You can't shatter a, like an apple, but you can smush it, right? So whatever it is, it's all been kind of destroyed. It's all been kind of wrecked. So the police officers come in. They're like, what's going on here? The Karen sees them, turns around, sees a supply closet or like a broom closet. Okay. When I say sprint, I mean sprint super liberally. I don't mean she's like, I don't know, Usain Bolt doing like a one second mile. I'm saying she like power waddles. Yeah, she power waddles to the, uh, what's it called? To the broom closet, gets in there and locks it behind her, which why did the broom closet lock from the inside? Who knows? Aiden's like, oh, you can't be, you gotta be kidding me, man. You gotta be kidding me. So police officers, one of them walks over to look over at all the damage and make sure the Karen doesn't escape. The other one goes over to Aaron, Aaron, Aiden, sorry, I think Aaron is the name of the last guy in the last Karen story, actually, and asks him, so can you give me a recap of what happened? So Aiden goes on to say, yeah, so I was just here. She came back with an item. This woman came in with an item, the woman in the closet right now. It was pretty beaten up and she didn't have a receipt and she was demanding a refund. And I basically told her that well, one, her item was so like beat up and destroyed. I couldn't even tell her that. I couldn't even tell if it came from here or not. But also, but you know, second, you know, if she doesn't have a receipt, I can't even start the process to giving her a refund. So without the receipt, I couldn't even give her one. So she got really mad at this and started breaking stuff, demanding a refund. And uh, by the time you guys came, she's like broken about a third of the store's items. Like this is pretty crazy. I didn't want to intervene though, because I don't know what this woman's capable of or you know, how deranged she really is. Police officer said, okay, son, you did the right thing calling us and trying to keep the situation as calm as possible. We'll take it from here. So they both go up and actually like Aiden stays in the cash register, but this is a fairly small convenience store. 
So it's not, so he can hear everything that goes on. So they go up to the broom closet. They're like, ma'am, what's the meaning of all this? And she's like, that little rat scallion won't get, or rap scallion won't give me a, a refund on my items that I purchased from the store. He is stealing from the elders right now. And they're like, ma'am, first of all, he just works here. He can't make the rules. Second of all, it's pretty clearly stated, and there was a legit sign talking about refunds in the store. So it's not like the Karen had no idea at all. It was actually fairly clear, but anyways, they're like, ma'am, it's pretty clear from, like, what we're seeing, like, and they point to the sign, you do need, like, a receipt to get a refund, like, that's just kind of the deal here. And she's like, well, he should have known, like, <laughs> I don't know, man, the Karen was just going on about something about how she deserved a refund and how it's so bad that she didn't get one or something. But yeah, I don't, I don't even know. And eventually they were like, ma'am, if you don't, like, if you don't come here or if, or it's like, if you don't come out right now, we're going to go in there and get you for like, and I don't know. They say something along the lines of that. And that's when the Karen starts maniacally slash evilly laughing it is one of the weirdest, most off-putting, like, responses that Aiden could have ever heard. Like, it is the weirdest thing ever. The Karen just starts laughing. Laughing hysterically, like an evil villain in a superhero movie when she's in the closet. And what she's about to say next is one of the craziest things Aiden has ever heard anyone ever say. Real quick, if you made it this far into the video, comment Karen down below. That'll be the secret word of the day. I like to see all the people who commented. I'll try and heart as many of those comments as I possibly can. Thank you, guys. Anyways, also, these videos are on Spotify, or I try and put as many of them as I possibly can. Link's in the description. Also, follow tick my new TikTok, or it's the same TikTok, I guess. I'll be posting my shorts on there as well if you want to help out. And finally, the best way to support the channel is just to binge watch the videos. So at some point, sit down and just watch a bunch of my old story videos. Or maybe right after you're done watching this one to the end, you can just keep on watching more videos. I'll have a story time playlist in the pinned comment. That makes it real easy for you guys to watch. And please, 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 if you are binge watching the videos, make sure to comment down below telling me such so I can say thank you personally. Anyways, let's get back to the crazy Karen story. So anyways, a little recap. The Karen has ran into the broom supply closet, right? Because she sees the police and she, she knows she's about to be arrested. Aiden explains the whole situation to the police and explains it like, all right, this is what's going on. This is what's going down. And they're like, okay. Uh, they probably got their walkie-talkie. We're like, we got, a, we got a Code 58 crazy Karen in a convenience store. I repeat, we got a Code 58. I don't know if that's a real code or something, but let's just say for the sake of it, Code 58 equals crazy Karen in convenience store. Typical situation they have to deal with on the daily at this point. But anyways, they go up to the Karen and they basically tell her, look, we're going, if you don't come out here and like, we're going to we're going to go into the supply closet. We're going to open that door if you don't open it yourself. And that's when the Karen starts laughing maniacally, which is one of the most off-putting responses you could have possibly heard. One of the most off-putting responses in general, right? So sure enough, the Karen is just laughing, laughing maniacally. And she says, you guys can't arrest me. You can't arrest me. And the, the, the police officers are just looking at her. And she says, you wouldn't dare arrest a woman. That is not very gentlemanly of you. So the Karen opens up the door and starts laughing. 
and the two police officers are just looking at each other. And they look back at the Karen, and then they look at each other, and then they look back at the Karen, and the Karen responds, the Karen repeats herself and says, you guys wouldn't dare arrest a woman, so I'm gonna walk free, unless you want to be bad gentlemen. Bro was really raised in the 1700s or something, bro. I don't know what, I don't know what, what crossed her mind to think that that's actually what's gonna happen, but that is what's gonna happen, bro. Like, I was like, all right, word. So she walks out there, and the police officers are like, uh, ma'am, you caused all this damage to the store. We are going to have to at least take you in for questioning. She's like, what? No, you wouldn't dare not be good gentlemen. And they just kind of look at each other. And Aiden is just so floored by this response. He's just so, he, he, he's trying to figure out what's going on. Aiden's like, is this really her response? Is this her really her get out of jail free card moment is saying that they wouldn't dare arrest her because she's a woman and they would not disrespect their manlyhood or I don't freaking know, bro. But yeah, um, they basically say, I don't know if that's how that's going to work. So they turn her around, they take out the handcuffs and she says, you wouldn't dare do that. And they both look at each other and then they put on the handcuffs and she's like, no, no, arrest him. And they both look at each other, the two police officers looking at each other like, bro, what did this, what did she just say? And she's like, arrest that guy behind the cash register. Pointing to Aiden or like motioning to Aiden because she's got her hands behind her back. It's a little hard to point to someone when you're in handcuffs with your hands behind your back. And they're just like, uh, why? And she's like, he's robbing me of my, of my refund. They're like, uh, what? She, he's robbing me of my refund. And they're like, ma'am, ma'am, you, you, first of all, you know what, ma'am? We're, no, because <laughs> they were not going to explain it to her for the hundredth time of how, like, no, if you want a refund, you've got to get your own receipt. And no, if he's not doing it, he just works for it. And they're done explaining it to the Karen. And as the Karen is being walked out, she looks at Aiden and looks at him dead in the eyes and says to him, this isn't over. Mark my words. And that was like one of the most chilling responses Aiden could have ever received. And uh, let me just say, she did not lie. This was not over. And she was definitely not done. Unfortunately for Aiden, she was very much not done. Because she was about to return in the worst way possible. Fast forward three months. Aiden is still working here. It's like, it's kind of towards the tail end of the summer. So Aiden's like, this is like his last week or last two weeks or something. But he's basically, he's almost done with what he's doing, right? And it's, he's completely forgotten about the Karen incident. His manager came in the next day after the whole Karen incident, kind of gave him a, uh, a thank you for handling the situation well. The shop actually closed down for a couple days to reassess or whatever. They, uh... The Karen was like fines X number of dollars to repay for whatever she actually did, which is a little surprising, especially for what she's about to do. It's a little surprising she went through with it. Um, she definitely had a change of heart, that's all I'm trying to say. But yeah, after about a week, they got the place up and running again, and uh, Aiden was made like employee of the month or whatever out of the three employees they had. So wow, such an honor, man. But anyways, uh, fast forward like two months later, three months later, whatever I said, this is like one of the last, this is either the last week or second to last week that Aiden's working the shift. 
And, uh, you know, he just has completely forgotten about the whole Karen situation. And, uh, yeah, he doesn't think much of it. He's kind of at the point where he's like, okay, you know, I'm kind of wrapping things up. The Karen situation's in the back of his head at this point. And uh, that's when he just happens to look out the window. And he just happens to look at a car that's pulling in. And he just happens to notice someone walking out of the car that looked oddly familiar. And he just happened to notice that the person who looked so oddly familiar was carrying a freaking baseball bat, bro. And that's when he realized that the reason why this person looked so, so familiar was that this was the Karen. Yeah, the Karen that got arrested and tried to destroy the entire store three months ago has returned in broad daylight with a freaking baseball bat, dude. So yeah, immediately Aiden calls 911. Because at this point, you know, the Karen has been told never to return, and if she does, there's going to be trouble. And she's also returning with a baseball bat. So at this point, it just makes a lot of sense for Aiden to get ahead of the situation. So while he's on the phone, you know, he explains, like, this woman has caused damage before. She's appeared in the parking lot with the baseball bat very suspiciously. I just would feel better if someone came, because I can almost guarantee something's about to go down. They, and they, this is kind of a local police department. So I think the person even literally remembers what happened before. So, uh, yeah, they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we got you, we got you this, don't worry about it. And, uh, yeah, sure enough, uh, the police are coming, but the police, it's gonna take, like, 15, 20 minutes. So Aiden's a little nervous right now, but there's another cash, uh, cashier there, someone, he's not the only one at the store at the moment. So he yells at them, says, hey, we got trouble. Person comes up, he's like, oh my god, who's that? And Aiden looks at him and says, you know that Karen I was telling you about that one night? And the guy that Aiden's working with looks at him in a look of disbelief, like no way that's the same person. And Aiden has to break the bad news that yes, that is the same person, and that person is coming at them with a baseball bat. Yeah, not looking good for both of them right now. So anyways, right, you know, they're both like, okay, what is she going to do? And the Karen makes eye contact with Aiden. Aiden makes eye contact with the Karen. And the Karen starts bursting out into laughter as she approaches the place with a baseball bat. Yeah, not looking really good right now. So she starts walking towards them with a baseball bat and uh, goes up, like, opens up the door window and says, "You or not the door window, opens up the, the door. And Aiden is staring at her. And the other person Aiden is working with has frozen as well, and is just staring at her as well. And they're just looking at her, and she's just looking at them. And she has this big grin on her face. And let me just say that they do not have the same grin on their faces. To say the least, they do not have the same look of excitement and joy that the Karen is with them. They are not equally as happy that this is the case. Yeah, so they're all just making eye contact with the crazy deranged Karen who's standing in the door with a baseball bat right now. And she's just looking at them. And she says, you didn't think I'd be back. I told you. You should have given me that refund all that time ago. And now I had to, I'm taking my revenge. And immediately she turns to one of the windows. Boom. Hits it with the baseball bat. The window shatters. At this point, Aiden's real scared. Understandably. Because look, when the Karen was destroying stuff in the store, he was really afraid that it was going to get out of control, 
But at that point, she was really just breaking stuff with her fists and throwing it on the ground. Like, he really thought, okay, if the Karen comes swinging for me or something like that, it really wouldn't be that big of an issue because, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not too scared. But now that Karen's coming in with an actual baseball bat, like, that's kind of just a different story right there, bro. That's low-key just a different story. Like, if she swung at him and made contact... Dude, that could do a lot of damage. I don't care if she's barely able to swing it. Like, I don't care if she doesn't have the strongest swing. I don't care if she's not, like, in the MLB. I don't care if she doesn't bench press 325, bro. It doesn't matter. She just, she still has a baseball bat. That's a weapon right there. So Aiden kind of, like, backs up. He makes sure to keep his distance with the Karen. And him and his, like, co-worker are trying to keep their distance, right? And they're just waiting on the police to come. So the Karen is yelling at them, should have given me my discount, should have given me my discount, while slamming the bat into windows, basically clean the cash register right off, because she took a clean shot of the cash register with her baseball bat, boom, thing explodes, $10 bills fly everywhere, and then she starts going into the aisles, boom, boom, starts whacking stuff, and that's when the police officers get there. So the police officers get there, they see, they're alerted about the Karen, and I think one of them was actually there last time. So they know about the Karen, and they see her destroying, swinging around a full-fledged freaking baseball bat. So they're definitely on edge at this point, and they're just like, freeze! And the Karen turns around, looking all deranged and crazy, with an actual baseball bat, right? She has a baseball bat out, which is, that's pretty bad. So they're looking at her, and she looks at them, and she says, make me which was probably one of the worst responses that you could have given to two police officers when you're holding a baseball bat. Because one of them does make her. Pulls out the taser, which, I mean, look, you got someone swinging around a baseball bat. I'm not going in to sit down to have a polite conversation either. I get where he's coming from. Taser, zaps her, immediately goes to the ground. I mean, this Karen's not... Uh, this Karen isn't, like, some kind of, like, Iron Man, like, and he was hit with two bullets, and he stood there, unfazed, like, cue whatever music, no, 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 you know, I mean, if you're hit with a taser, you're going down, bro, so, yeah, Karen collapses, baseball bat goes on the ground, one of the police officers rushes over to, like, separate her from the baseball bat, puts her at handcuffs, checks her to make sure she doesn't have, like, any other weapons or something like that, she does not, the other police officer goes over to, once making sure that the, uh, that the Karen is, like, contained or whatever, goes over to Aiden and his co-workers, asks, hey, do you, are you good? Did she hit you with a bat? Are there any damages to you or whatever? Are you guys good? They basically say, yeah, we're safe. Like, we always kept our distance or whatever. And, uh, yeah, one of the police officers who was there last time is like, is this really the same woman that was here, like, three months ago? And, uh, you know, at this point, Aiden recognized this guy from being there three months ago. He's like, yeah, this is the same woman. I haven't seen, and, you know, he says, have you seen her over the last, like, two or three months or however long ago it was? And he says, no, like, I have legitimately not seen her since. She also, the money went through that, like, she was charged for all the damages she did. She paid it through, so we kind of thought that we'd never see her again, but I guess not. So yeah, the police like take her away. Um, obviously, this was a lot more serious. 
Uh, I don't know exactly what the charges were, as I wasn't told exactly. Um, the Because remember, this convenience store wasn't some big chain. It was like a mom and pop type location. So they were actually able through insurance or whatever. Somehow they got the money back. They had to close down again for a second because now there's broken glass and windows and destroyed stuff. And uh, yeah, the Karen was now very, very much... She was in bigger trouble. I don't know exactly what. I would assume that she served some jail time for that. I doubt she got off and like the second time, because, like, that time she was swinging on them with a bat. Like, that's some serious stuff you're doing right there. But, yeah, moral of the story is, uh, I don't know, don't be a Karen, bro. Yeah, subscribe if you're new, watch another click video. Click on the video on screen the right now. Peace. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it.